0: Chapter 20 of Among the Great Masters of the Drama. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sonia. Among the Great Masters of the Drama by Walter Rowlands. Rachel We possess the most marvellous actress, although still only a child, that this generation has seen on the stage. This actress is Mademoiselle Rachel. Jules Janin. Rachel, of whom the celebrated French critic wrote these words on her debut at the Théâtre Francais in 1838, was a Jewess. The despised but marvellous race from whence she sprang has given Spinoza to philosophy, Heinrich Heine to literature, Mendelssohn, Meyerbeer and Rubinstein to music, Achille Fou, the Pereires and the Rothschilds to finance, Beaconsfield to statesmanship, Sir Moses Montefiore, and Baron Hirsch to philanthropy, Joseph Israels and Margan Tokolsky to art, and Rachel and Sarah Bernard to the stage. Apart from her genius, Rachel owed most to her teacher, Sanson, teacher of elocution and professor at the Conservatoire, all her great parts having been studied under him. Sanson, of real talent as an author and actor, was a genius as a teacher. His pupils included Madame Plessis, Favard, Madeleine and Augustine Brohan, Rose Chérie, Joissin, Stella Colas and Aimée Desclés. For nearly a generation he had been an active servant of the French stage. He had been the scholar of Fleury and the elder Baptiste. He had acted with Mademoiselle Mars and Madame d'Orval. More than all, he had heard from Talma's own lips the great tragedian's opinions on the art, of which he was such a renowned exponent. The youthful Rachel in her turn received and profited by these invaluable traditions, imparted to her with enthusiasm by Sanson, who was always justly proud of his illustrious pupil. When her success was an accomplished fact, and enormous audiences greeted her nightly, Sanson never tired of recalling with pleasure the hours spent in teaching Rachel, whose perception and precision were alike remarkable. Of education she had received but very little, and it was necessary for her teacher to recount to her the history and character of the person she was to represent before beginning the regular lesson, in which her interest was indefatigable. From her first appearance at the Théâtre Français until her retirement from the stage, Rachel never essayed a new part or revived an old one without the aid of her old master, Sanson. Sometime in the early fifties, Salvini saw Rachel act several times in Rome and in his autobiography has recorded his impressions of that incomparable French actress, as he calls her. He says, She was the very quintessence of the art of Rossius. To render due praise to her qualities of mind, as well as to those of face and form, it would be necessary to coin new epithets in the Italian tongue. Expression, attitude, the mobile restraint of her features, grace, dignity, affection, passion, majesty, all in her was nature itself. Her eyes, like two black carbuncles, and her magnificent raven hair, added splendor to a face full of life and feeling. When she was silent, she seemed almost more eloquent than when she spoke. Her voice, at once sympathetic, harmonious, and full of variety, expressed the various passions with correct intonation and exemplary measure. Her motions were always statuesque, and never seemed studied. At the time of which Salvini speaks, his great career lay before him, with Rachel the opposite was the case. Her last appearance on any stage occurred during her American tour when, ill and suffering, she acted Adrienne Le Couvreur on December seventeenth, 1855, at Charleston, South Carolina. Jérôme, in his portrait of Rachel, now in the Museum of the Théâtre has portrayed her as the veritable spirit of those classic tragedies in which her genius soared to its zenith. Théophile Gautier wrote of the canvas in these words. The portrait of Rachel is at once a portrait and a personification. Tragedy is seen in the tragedienne, the muse in the actress, who, draped in crimson and orange, stands before a severe Doric portico. The somber passions, the fatalities, the tragic furies contract her pale visage. It is Rachel on her sinister side, fierce and violent. This powerful picture, exhibited at the Salon of 1861, does honour to the artist, who, born in 1824, has filled a long life with worthy work and depicted many great historic figures – Caesar, Cleopatra, Dante, Frederick the Great and Napoleon. Extraordinary honours have been given to Jérôme, both as painter and sculptor. He is represented in the United States in many public and private galleries. End of chapter 20